0: Well, that was perhaps the best episode of The Real Heroes that we've ever recorded. It was. Or not recorded, as it were. Or sort of partially recorded in what is more like a distorted version of my voice talking to a non-existent version of your voice. Do you want to tell the audience what you did?
1: We open up Audacity... And I forgot to check which microphone was set to record. We have our nice fancy Samsung Q1U that sounds pretty decent, right? Um, but I had set on Audacity to record from my laptop microphone, which is
0: horribly broken. So what this has led to is a rather
1: demoralised... <laughs> ...recreation... ...of what we just performed with excitement and glee.
0: Yeah. Um, well, let's... I want to start off at the beginning. Alright, so there was a frog. There was a frog? I was walking dogs, there was a frog. Didn't want dogs to eat the frog or something, so I had to try and find a way around because the frog wouldn't move, even though I tried to scare it. That's the yeah. beginning of the episode.
1: There was a little frog. Frog-o. We, we yep. did
0: that, that was the start of it. Um, that was good and then i said oh do you know about parapod they've got a series called parapod conspiracies and this is gonna be the real heroes conspiracies because we're gonna talk about conspiracy um and then we started actually talking about this conspiracy yes
1: shall Um, we start talking about it again
0: to the real heroes conspiracies podcast episode where we find the real conspiracies of gaming we didn't do that last time we didn't and
1: that was more professional it's gonna... also the fact that I'm not eating
0: yeah I, I to be honest. That's the only thing I'm glad is not transferred over because, as I said, it was disgusting that you. Because
1: my dis- gross, loud s- lip smacking would probably wouldn't be appetising to the yeah. ears of our listeners. Who are you? I am George Johnson. And you are
0: <laughs> <laughs> a really bad, lengthy pause. I'm Elodie Cunningham. Cool. Uh, yeah. Um. So. You know now. You I what? Do. You didn't know what was happening I on do. our last recording. I understand now. On this one, we have uncovered something, listener. Yes, you. I'm talking to you specifically, listener. We have uncovered perhaps the greatest conspiracy of our time, and it begins with one man, and that man is. That man is. You tell him. You tell him who that no, you, man you is. You tell him who the man is. No, I've, won't I've forgotten how to say his name properly, day. <laughs> you tell him how to say his name. Ray Quasi. Ray Quasi. Otherwise known as Casualty Man. Yes. Otherwise known as Captain Panicker from Star Wars, Star Wars, Episode, Wars Episode 1, 1 colon, colon The Phantom, Phantom Menace 1999. 1999. Um, we met him there. We realised he was also in Casualty. But what we didn't realise at the time is that his name is Rayquaza, which is a single letter off of being Rayquaza. The Pokemon. The Pokemon. The godlike giant sky serpent dragon. Thing. Thing, yeah. So what we have hypothesised is that everything that we have covered so far is connected... ...by a multiverse, bound together, by Rayquaza masquerading in human form as Rayquazi the actor. So, universe is where he's appeared. We've got... Rayquaza from Pokemon, we've got his Pokemon universe appearance. we got his appearance in the Casualty-verse, we got his appearance in the Star-Wars-verse... ...and his appearance in our universe, playing...
1: The actor who plays him in the Casualty verse. So
0: he is the actor who plays him in the Casualty verse, and in the actor who plays him in the Star Wars verse. So mm. he is the he is playing an actor of characters that are him in those universes when he visited those universes. Indeed, it's the perfect cover. Yes, and so where did um. We, we realized that we could also connect Rayquaza to near every other Nintendo property
1: through, through one Through Rayquaza.
0: Thing. Through Rayquaza, not just because Pokemon's owned by Nintendo, but Rayquaza is in fact a boss fight in um, Super Smash Bros. Brawl in the single player mode. And in Super Smash
1: Brothers Brawl, we have such franchises as the Mario's, the, the Mario's, the Sonics, the, the Zeldos. Something I didn't think of uh-huh. last time. Isn't Solid Snake in Smash Brothers Brawl?
0: <gasps> yes. That's someone who we haven't worked out how they play into the universe, but we'll get back to that. <gasps> We'll get back to that. We'll him. get back to
1: that because I have some wonderful connections to make there.
0: See, I think, I think it's alright that we lost the initial episode because, because...
1: we're making even more connections and solidifying the conspiracy theory.
0: Yeah. So, what, what we can take from this is that, for whatever reason, Rayquaza is masquerading as Rayquazi to bind together various universes... But what we also realise is that he's not the only Pokemon who's taken human form. In our universe. In our universe. First of all, we can realise that Reggie... Fizumé. May, Is... A
1: CEO of America and Nintendo.
0: Very obviously another legendary Pokemon that's... That's taken form in our world in order to, to solidify their presence, and that's um, Reggie Giggas. Mm. Uh, exactly. Yeah, who is a giant monolithic creature in their universe, but in our universe, he's a goofy man. Exactly. Who is also quite well built, so you can see and the connection.
1: in Pokémon form,
0: is known for dancing. Well, I mean, that's more like that's more my interpretation of when its poses are all like this. Yeah.
1: That's uh, dancing
0: so it looks, And in our universe
1: We've seen him dance We've seen him dance at least once In a yeah. video somewhere on the internet So it's connected
0: Yeah, we know that he's there He's not, he's not such a big player He's more just a um, He's more just part of the uh, The force the, mm. the way they're really Solidifying their hold Yes, exactly He's, he's more of a pawn this game. Indeed. Um, but, do you know who isn't a pawn and who in fact has a very real influence on the universes that are affected?
1: Mr. Shigeru Miyamoto.
0: Shigeru Miyamoto. Who, in canon, is the mother of Bowser Jr. He said it himself. Yeah. So we can surmise from this that he is also a interdimensional traveller who is also a Pokemon because which Pokemon can breed with anything Ditto. Exactly. Shigeru Miyamoto is, is... an interdimensional fuck bucket. Creating new pawns for this great conspiracy. Through propagation Basically, Shigeru Miyamoto's having sex with lots of video game characters.
1: And where do we see depictions of this?
0: Deviant art.
1: Wherein, artists of various different creeds produce video game related pornography due to the psychic brainwashing from Shigeru
0: Miyamoto. I don't think it's Shigeru Miyamoto.
1: Nah. Shigeru Miyamoto mm-hmm. is nah.
0: inserting the sexual element. I think that is part of it, but I think there must be some kind of psychic master who is really... Because we just, when we talked about this before, we, we thought about how there's, there's some way they're using stuff to control people. Mm-hmm. Well, I think we should get back to that, because we need to talk about another one of the uh, the more minor pawns of this yes. operation, who is Bill Trennan, Yes. who we worked out is a happeny, because he tries his best, but is a bit of a pushover. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Well, he's trying to give people eggs, but in fact he's just holding a rock, just like happeny. And therefore, therefore, yeah. we can surmise that he is a happening. And what is shaped similarly to an egg? An apple. And is here a t- is a TV, TV that shaped- looks like an apple. Yes, that looks like an apple. I said shaped. That's you okay. were more correct.
1: That's okay. Paraphrasing is not too much of an issue. Oh, sorry. I did a burp. Paraphrasing is not too much of an issue.
0: Um, Yeah, what we're we're seeing here is a network of... Conspirators. hey yeah. I was very proud of that. That was a, You should be. Um, who... <laughs> Sorry, I've just seen on the... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> on our audacity, <laughs> where George did that big A, there's just this perfect block of <laughs> full sound. Are we going to leave this bit in? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Good. it just distracted me a bit there. But... What we have to realise now is that there is this interdimensional sect of Pokemon. Pokémon, But w- how are they doing it, is what we first need to ask. And I think that should bring us to who I think started the Pokins conspiracy. And that would be Satoru Iwata, the recently deceased. Yes. ...former CEO of Nintendo... ...who, hand to our
1: hearts, I'm in a silence.
0: Continue. I think that he is... ...the mortal embodiment of Arceus... ...who gave up his immortal godly form... ...in order... ...to try and keep hold of what they'd... ...created in this multiverse.
1: And I think that's a... ...that is... ...that is the, the answer...
0: To God Yeah He he created this And he's He gave up his immortal form To try and keep it In the hands of his Pokemon Yeah And they're on a mission They're on a mission
1: They have been since the 1980s Look how authoritative they were They're on a mission To dominate the multiverses
0: They want to take it back
1: they want to take it back.
0: Especially... And they
1: were close. They were close in in the 80s and 90s. They owned 9 on 80% of the video game market. They had taken... They had almost taken their first objective. They would then, they were I predict, move on to US politics and Japanese politics. Then global politics. Then galactic domination. And then domination of the universe With the eventual flooding of the other multiverses. That which they have already...
0: Taken control of. Yes. And we were next. They've taken control of them through the video games. Because the video games are their own... Pocket universes that have all been... Traveled to and colonised by... The Poe conspirators. Exactly.
1: But the reason they haven't succeeded yet... As we discovered...
0: There is a rival. Before we talk about the rival, I need to bring up the fact that we also have... Um, we never actually addressed who it was, but we said that Polkia. Yes! Oh, we, no, we did. Polkia split itself. Palkia is the, the Pokemon who can control space and dimensions. Split itself into the Power Gloves, as you said with other films. Yes! Yes, I'll let you explain this because this is important because this we explains to, how that they still travel about the multiverse. We had to establish
1: Arterists. how interdimensional travel were possible for these beings, and we concluded
0: because their god is gone. We can't. We can't say it's just their god allowing them. We need to have some explanation about how they can do it themselves. And the interconnectedness
1: of universes. We this, we we remembered that movie where that kid had a power glove and he said that he loved it because it was so bad. And if I am not horribly misremembering the plot of that, using the power glove, he transports himself into an alternate cartoonish dimension, therefore concluding that the power glove can transport between dimensions and that the power glove
0: is, in fact, Palkia. Yes. Palkia split its being... Into the power gloves. Power gloves that all contain a portion of its power over space,
1: like Hawkerux's. Mm.
0: Um. But yeah. So we've talked about the uh, we talked about the first faction. We talked about all the, the major players faction. in the first faction. Because you would think with all this power, they would have succeeded by now.
1: But nay, but nay, they have not. Winnie. Exactly. (laughs) There is a superpower, a superpower that arose in the 1990s that halted Nintendo in their tracks and has forever to this day presented themselves as a rival. And that company is Sony. Who... What are the motivations, you might ask, dear listener? Think back to the PlayStation. What was the PlayStation originally going to be? The Nintendo PlayStation!
0: Mm Mm-hmm. It was going to be the Nintendo PlayStation. Until Nintendo threw Sony to the curb. And we've worked out who it was that was in charge of Sony and felt so scorned and that is Giratina, the opposite of Arceus, the devil Pokemon. The devil Pokemon.
1: So discarded by the movement of Nintendo and their interdimensional Pokemon beings, they felt resentment, pure resentment, and decided to form the, form Sony as their own independent company and have climbed the ladder of the video games industry in order to establish themselves as a formidable opposing force. The PlayStation beat Nintendo round every corner. It set them back years. They're still struggling because of Sony, but not just because of Sony.
0: Well, what before we bring up, who else is it? playing this game, we need to... We need to appreciate that Nintendo had almost reached the point where they could really bring up their master plan to take over the complete multiverse. Because mm. they'd already started collecting universes in their, their games. Um, and this misstep that caused the creation of Sony, Giratina's faction. And that's... This hole between the two factions is all that is stopping these intergalactic major superpower monsters from having complete dominion over our world and all the others but really you'd think that it would be much more destructive since there's two such great powers with no opposition except that there is an opposition what is that opposition? You know what that opposition is? It's Xbox. Bill fucking Gates. He had designs of his own. You know, he was going to do the same. He wanted to take over the universe. The look multiverse.
1: How, look how widely distributed Windows was. He was he was taking. He was making steps to dominate the world and probably eventually
0: all of time and space. He was he was starting to collect his own game universes. He was starting to pick them up, and then. But do you know why he started to
1: pick them up? Because he found. He found out. out. He found out about Sony and Nintendo and their plots to dominate all of existence, and he saw that as a threat. And that's the only reason Xbox exists as a reactionary force. Yep,
0: yeah, it's all trying to just hold off. So that they don't take over the universe, so that Bill Gates can.
1: And if
0: people are doubting,
1: perhaps, that seeing as the the basis of all of this stems from Sony being that superpower opposing force, if you need any more evidence, look at Sony's IP characters. Crash Bandicoot. He doesn't really look like a Bandicoot. He looks like a weird, quirky
0: variant on a Bandicoot. Which is just like... Fucking Pokemon! And what this is, is this this is Giratina trying to create his own Pokemon army through these Leca- universes. Look Leca- Leca- at Ratchet! He's fucking weird! He must be a Pokemon. Yeah, those, those are Sony's Pokemon... Yeah. So now we've got those two vying forces that would have caused mass destruction with their ever-escalating war if it hadn't been for Bill Gates stepping in and mitigating some of that, causing an even greater standoff between the superpowers. And for I, many a time, the three factions were interlocked in a battle. I, I, I just want to ask one thing, though. Do you think it's that? Bill Gates discovered the means to take over universes through acquisition of video games. Maybe it was through that that he discovered the conspiracy. Maybe it was through that rather than him finding out separately. Because that would explain how he found it, because we don't have an explanation. It's very true.
1: It's very true. That is perhaps an explanation. He's a clever
0: man. He would have... Separately worked out how to start taking over universes through video games. Mm. And in having shared shared games between his systems and theirs, that's where he began to realize that there were these universes that were partially taken over by these other powers. And that's how he discovered them. And that's you're why very, he's you're been very vying.
1: Right. You're very true.
0: So for, for a long time, it looked like it was it was going to be just one of these. These powers. Until a new hero stepped in. Or lurking, should I say... Lurking in the dark for so long. Or should I say an old hero? Indeed. And what do we know this hero by, George?
1: Today, we know him as...
0: CEO of Valve. Gabe fucking Newell! What what he's doing? He's created the PC Master Race. He's created this new platform where he's amassing... At first, he tried the regular tactic of just... of getting these... Well-trained... Well-trained, big, powerful
1: universes. Solidified universes of video games. Yeah. But it was a tactic that he was too late for.
0: Yeah, he... All these other ones had really solidified their hold. He, He had no chance of beating them out, unless he fell back on some old tactics that he had back in another war. Gabe Newell is...
1: Gabe Newell is... Either the reincarnation or the reimbursed alias of British General Haig,
0: who has either who he's either historically histor- he um, he's either restored himself in a new body or he's just he's kept himself alive and formed this new persona as Gabe Newell now. Mm. Um
1: And, as we know from history, General Haig utilized large forces of cannon fodder that he sent out to the front lines merely to be swept away. but he sent so many in 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 an act that was considered quite barbaric so many men that the sheer numbers overpowered the enemy, and that is exactly what we are seeing. ...with Steam's
0: greenlight platform... ...and all the millions of small, quick, shoddy, cash-grab games... ...fighty games... ...they are all, they're all just cannon fodder foot soldier universes. They may be terrible for actually fighting... ...but there's so many of them that he's hoping to use his old tactics to overpower with one collective brute force because he he's he's discovered this this plot and he he he's not going to stand for it he's he's standing no, he's against not. it but as we say he's using horrific tactics to do so he's while well, his intentions may be noble his tactics are just interdimensional video game war crimes exactly and it's why we
1: haven't seen Half-Life 3 they've not been dedicating their time to strong bolstering forces of video game they've been spending all of their limitless, practically by this point resources on amassing the largest
0: force possible you could say an opposing force like like the Half-Life game exactly
1: I like that reference, that was very suitable
0: yeah. Um so but we, there's another player. We, yeah, we've not got so far we've not had anyone who we can really root for. We haven't. Because Or have we? We've had what we've had. We've had pokemon who want to restore their own power in the universe for their their lost god. We have a scorned hellish pokemon creating facsimiles of the creatures from his own universe while fighting against his own brethren. We have a man of power and wealth who through his own attempts at universal domination discovered this conspiracy and wanted to stop it so that he didn't lose out on his chance of total domination. And we have General Haig who, whose intentions may have been noble, but he's fallen back to his old ways of committing war crimes to get what he wants. He's just killing all of these horribly malformed, tiny, terrible universes. But there is another.
1: There is another force. Another resistance, if you will. G.
0: O- G- Dot com. Good old games. Good old games. DRM free. And what did we work out the DRM, DRM
1: stands? DRM does not stand for whatever we're told it stands for. DRM in fact stands for Dominating Reclamation of Multiverses. So,
0: what what Good old Games is doing? It's liberating universes. It's either completely liberating a universe or liberating part of it in terms of ones where that universe is also on the other platforms but there is who owns good old games cd project red and who is it from one of the universes on good old games one of the universes that isn't completely free it still appears on the other things it's got drm There are other universes fighting, or other factions fighting over that universe, but who is it who has freed part of their universe and used it as a standing board to start ripping the universes away from these horrific dictators? Get out of Rivia. He's come out of his... he's liberated part of his universe... And created this new one, this new platform in our world, in order to liberate an army of resisting free universes. And who is he uh, passing himself off as in our universe? It would have to be someone who sounds a bit like him. And, as we know, in
1: the little village, uh, the little coastal town of Bournemouth... In the village of Talbot. In the village of Talbot... In the university, the arts university, there is a man teaching a drama course.
0: Who sounds just like Geralt of Rivia.
1: For you see, he is the voice actor of Geralt of Rivia. A man known
0: as Doug Cockle. Doug Cockle is the leader of the resistance. He is. He's fighting for all of us. He's fighting to free the multiverse from he the terror of the po conspirators. For the people. From the war criminals, from the rich capitalists.
1: It's indicative, it's reflected in, in behaviours that he has exhibited in his human form. For instance, I did an interview with him on Waypoint about the sag after strikes, and he voiced his support for the workers, which I think only goes to prove that he is in fact the leader of the video game Multiverse War Resistance.
0: Yes, he is. You should go read that interview, by the way. Do you know what? GOG, I don't think it stands for good old game. What does
1: GOG stand for?
0: I, I kind of need help for this one. You're um, better at
1: this. <laughs> it stands for... um.
0: Guerrilla operational garrison. garrison. Guerrilla operational garrison. <sighs> it's Geralt's oh Ger- faction in this war. The one that's liberating universes to free us all. Oh my! And oh do, my you, damn. do you know who is only a single degree of separation, just one small stretch of university campus away from the leader of the resistance? Us. <gasps> it's us. We go to the Bournemouth University, which is paired with Arts University Bournemouth and, and it, shares it's, societies and things.
1: It's, it's come full circle.
0: We've been exposing one, this all along.
1: We've been exposing this all along. We're one degree away from
0: the resistance. The resistance,
1: we, and we have figured out this conspiracy. What does this mean?
0: We can't be the real heroes. We did this last time. We said we were the real heroes. We can't be the real heroes because we've already established that the real hero is preparation. Because we've had to do this fucking twice now. There you go. That's your episode.
1: But we're kind of like the real heroes.
0: That's your episode.
1: Elodie, where can people find you on the internet?
0: You shouldn't have said on the internet. Because then I could have at least done my thing about... The worm. Can you just repeat it? Like without the internet part. Elodie,
1: where can people find you?
0: You can find me in the hole in the garden because I am the wiggly worm. That was different, but I liked it still.
1: It was it was it was it was it was an equally good It was the new version. worm thing. But yeah. In any
0: case on the internet you can find me at on Twitter at me words, c-h-e-m-y words, and you can also find me on patreon.com slash c-h-e-m-y words, where you can give me money to keep producing this shite, Uh, and you can also listen to some podcasts about Gungans, and watch some videos about Gungans, and just kind of absorb more Gungan goodness. Where else do you write for, Elodie? I write for IndieHaven.com.
1: And what is your position at IndieHaven.com,
0: Elodie? My new position at IndieHaven.com. It's a podcast editor. And boy, have we got some exciting surprises coming up for Elodie. Oh, it's going to gonna be
1: really good. We've got a lot of fantastic plans. Um, yeah. That Elodie is spearheading.
0: We can't. That's, we can't really talk about everything because there's still a lot of admin work yeah we've got a lot of stuff to do but we should have some really interesting news for you guys soon Um, and I think that you should tell them tell the people where they can find you where they can reach out and touch you on your supple skin
1: there's a there's a couple of there's a couple of glory holes in Bournemouth you should
0: you know you just come down
1: Anyway, you can find me on Twitter at JaffaMeister. That's J-A-F-F-A-M-E-I-S-T-E-R.
0: Or if you're trying to get the glory holes, go to because well That's as also the... where I
1: keep my fu- furry porn, uh, that's where apparently, fu- according that's... to the gameographers.
0: That's where the furry porn lived. And mm. also, yeah, where you can also find the maps to the glory holes.
1: Yes. There we go. Go there. Uh, I'm also editor-in-chief at Indiehaven. Uh, we do some really cool indie games related content we got some really stuff good st- we got some really stuff good going on there um you can also find me at jaffa where i violently mash communism into video games and i can write about how it makes sense um you can find me on patreon.com forward slash Jaffermeister um you can go to youtube.com slash Jaffermeister basically jaffa everywhere um, and you can also find me on the Gameographers podcast that I co-host with Jed Whittaker and Alyssa McAloon from Destructoid. We're both very lovely people, and we share our delicate secret sexual fantasies together and also talk about video games that are a bit porny and stuff.
0: You should let me go on there one time. One, yeah. Do you know, we
1: we should get you on, like, next couple of episodes, we'll get you on. Oh, That'll be a God. good old time. But yeah,
0: thanks very um, much. We, oh. uh, we need to mention, because oh. we talked about this on the on the other version of this episode. Yes. Uh we're on iTunes which I've forgotten to say like two episodes worth of time. But it's
1: fine. We're on iTunes now. Um, uh
0: you really should go and find us on iTunes with the Real Heroes Podcast there. Uh on like iTunes Podcast. Yeah. I will also um I will link us on there. You should totally our, give us a review I mean, so wish, that we find yeah. the leaderboards. We I'll link us the iTunes page in the um the notes at the bottom of the episode. Oh, yeah. So you can go give us a five star review so that we can get more people to listen to this shite.
1: Yep. <laughs> so, is there anything else you have to, to tell everyone?
0: Oh, I do the music. Yes. It's, yeah, I did the theme music. Uh, it's a gentleman of science. It's, it's from very my good. in Chemical Wordsmith. Um Go there and buy our stuff, it's really good. So, there's only really one more thing to say. And I've said it once today, but they don't know it. What is it? Have a wonderful time. Okay, so during the episode, I, like, insinuated that we talk about Kojima's role and stuff. And we didn't, because I forgot. So he's there too. He's there too. he broke away from Konami's micro Sony faction thing. Not just Sony. Like, just a... Konami's a bad faction or something that's also there, and Kojima... Has left them to work with they're just dominating, Giratina.
1: They're just dominating the university pachinko machines. Something like that.
0: Yeah. It's the whole thing. Stuff. Bye! See ya. Have a wonderful time.